G'day everybody and welcome to Polly Waffle where we waffle on about politics. Season two is Girl Power. I'm LK and that's Rossi. Hey mate. Hey mate. How's your shit? Big week for me. Number one, federal budget week. Also number two, I had a life-changing experience and I'm a transformed, evolved human being. Right. So let's talk first about budget and then we'll discuss the cult that you're now in. Okay. Highlights from Budget Week. Look, how can I summarise this? It was known as a, a budget for women. So there was lots of things that in, for childcare and mental health and also aged care and women. So lots of good things, but also like we're going into an election. So it's kind yeah. of also an election budget. Sure, 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 sure. BT dubs and unrelated but semi-related, and I'm going to butcher this, but I read an article maybe a year ago about all the kind of middle-aged and older women in Australia who are like finding themselves homeless and like couch surfing and Mm -hmm. it was really, it made me want to like give all my money to someone to fix it and um, it made me worry for my future and it made me terrified at how easy it is to to become that yeah absolutely it's uh I'm not sure exactly of the age range but it's like yeah women in like late 40s to 60s they are the highest rate of homelessness because they 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 might stay in a relationship for their kids and then they get to a point where they don't want to be there anymore. They don't have to be in the relationship anymore. So they leave. But because they have spent all that time being mothers, they don't have any money. They don't have any superannuation. They don't They don't have any means. So they become homeless. Ugh. Yes. This podcast is meant to be fun. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Um, so let's talk about me joining a cult. Yeah, okay. Um, um, have you got your uniform yet? I don't have my uniform, but I have downloaded an audio book on metaphysics. And actually, producer Rob should add this into his Chicago tour if he hasn't already. But the yeah. guy who is like the grandfather of metaphysics is uh, a guy named Bucky Fuller. And he had this experience where he was going to commit suicide in Lake Michigan. And he spent his life like in like Lincoln Park area. So he's, yeah, you, that's, let's tell producer Rob. Oh my God, that's amazing. I've spent some life in the Lincoln Park area. Exactly. Wow. Oh, good for Bucky. Yeah, Bucky. What a great name. In my neck of the woods, some big news today. The CDC just announced that vaccinated Americans no longer have to wear masks, pretty much. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. It's just like it happened really suddenly and I'm kind of shook. Yeah. But why didn't no one think of that before? (laughs) I think they were just doing their research on the vaccine to make sure that it was actually as effective as they thought it was. How long ago did Dr. Fauci have that idea and thought, no, I'm just going to keep that under my hat for a while though? Yeah. Well, the thing is like you can pretty much lie and say you've been vaccinated. Like the vaccination card they give you is just a piece of paper with some doctor's handwriting on it. It's not like a – it doesn't have like a 
hologram in it or you know a barcode or anything it's literally just a piece of paper so yeah why didn't they do like you know world war ii and you're a jew and you had to have the star of david like yeah, sewn onto you your know, clothes right? like why didn't they do that i don't know mate this week we are covering julia gulia gillard <laughs> actually can i tell you my only fun fact note that i wrote down yep Okay, Julia's middle name is not Gulia. It is, in <laughs> fact, Eileen. Oh, of course it is. What a ripper middle name. Oh, Julia Eileen Gillard. Julia Eileen. And we were just talking earlier about Kath and Kim reruns. If anyone is Kath Day Night, it's bloody Julia Gillard. It, yeah, 100%. Oh, what a woman. All right, ready to crack in? Yeah, I'm ready. Tell me. Okay. Tell me all the things. So Julia Gullia was born on the 29th of September 1961. She is a Libra, which means her personality is defined by diplomacy, romanticism, and imagination. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is, uh, yeah, I'm, that sums her up well, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Um, she's also a ginger. For anyone playing along at home outside of Australia, Julia Gullia was the first female Prime Minister of Australia uh, and redheaded at that. But she was actually born in Wales. Yeah, in, um, in Barry, which is where Gavin and Stacey is set. Wow. I was just going to ask you what you know about Wales. You must know a lot <laughs> I just know from Kevin and Stacey. <laughs> the only thing I know about Wales is that it's not Scotland. Right? <laughs> oh, it's a different country. Yeah. Um, her dad was a psychiatric nurse, by the way, which I can imagine would have been pretty hardcore in the 60s. So good on him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then as this fame tale goes, she um, was diagnosed with bronchopneumonia when she was five and the doctor said they should move to a warmer climate, so off the family went to Radelaide. That's why they moved? Yeah. Oh, that's so lovely. Yeah, it is lovely, but why would you move to Adelaide? Uh, mate, don't be dissing Adelaide. Adelaide's pretty cool these days. Yeah, but was it cool in 1967? Yeah, they have that um, town, Harndorf, that's like a German settlement. That's cool. That's cool. Oh, yeah, that is cool. That is cool. Also, they have a lot of serial killers. Yeah, and wineries. Yep, yep. And um, two football teams, so really punching above their weight. Yeah, and they they make submarines there and stuff. Really? Yeah, a lot of defence stuff made in Adelaide. BT Dubs, unrelated but semi-related. Have you watched that Crime of the Century documentary? No. It's about opioids and all the um, opium that was grown in Tasmania. Anyway, more on that later. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So eight years after they arrived, they all became citizens, and so she was a dual citizen for a while but then had to rescind her British passport when she entered Parliament in 1998. Well done, Julia. Yeah. Yeah, well done, Julia. So, like, she's always been interested in politics, blah, 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 uni, unions, boring, boring, boring. But, like, she's one of those people. (laughs) (laughs) She's one of those people that, like, is naturally into 
political issues and she studied law and she was in all the student unions, yada, 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 yada. Yeah. She also have a, has a Bachelor of Arts degree, but irrelevant. Everyone has so, one of those. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so in 87, she joined the law firm Slater and Gordon in Werribee. You know Slater and Gordon? They have a song, don't they? Um, yeah, they do. I think they split, though, Slater and Gordon. I think it's oh. now Slater and, I don't know, some bloke and then Gordon Legal. Oh, wow. What do you think happened? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, and then in 1990 when she was 29 she became the youngest partner in the firm and the first woman partner ever so pretty good at the law yeah good yeah uh, then she was first elected to the house of reps in 1998 she got a labor seat near melbourne doesn't say what it was actually Sorry, I'm, I'm just realising now I thought a lot of her stuff was boring and I cut it out and now I don't have that many notes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, after the Labor victory in the federal election in 2007, she was sworn in to be the first ever female Deputy Prime Minister of Australia. So um, first, first woman in a lot of things yeah. and probably first ginger. So fast forwarding, fast forwarding, fast forwarding. It's May of 2010 and Kevin 07 is in, in the lodge. He's PM. Remember Kevin 07? Oh, do I remember it? Yep. Is he your arch nemesis? Uh, I just think he's a bit of a dickhead and um, just always remember him trying to put like Australian colloquial. Oh, fuck, I can't say that word. Colloquialisms. <laughs> yep, in his. Um, media moments like he would always say oh fair shake of the sauce bottle and stuff like that but it was just it didn't suit him but he was obviously trying to appeal to to people but he was just I don't like him anyway yeah anyway also um a company I used to work for once had him as a guest speaker at one of their events and they said he was so bad like he's the worst speaker they've ever had yeah and I've also heard that He's horrible to work for. Like anyone who's ever worked for him, like staffers, they fucking hate him. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. Not talking about him. Um, no, we're not talking about him. Well, we do have to talk about him a little bit because, you know, Julie Gullia, but let's see. So um, Kevin's Prime Minister, it's going really shit for him in 2010 and there's a bit of argy-bargy and some rumblings that Julia, because she's deputy, might challenge him for the leadership, and as a reminder to anyone not Australian listening to this, um, we do not vote in the individual prime minister. We vote in the party, and so they can chop and change as much as they want, and often they do. (laughs) (laughs) So she then said back in May, she's like, the famous quote is, there's more chance of me becoming a full forward for the dogs than there is of any change in the Labor Party because she's a big Bulldog supporter, Julia Gullia. She is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Neck minute. On June 23, she was obviously lying when she said that because she challenged him for the leadership and on June 24, he resigned. And so she became the first Prime Minister of Australia even though there wasn't an election because she just had to go out and get more votes than him from party members and she did. And so it just happened. Do you remember when that just happened? 
Yeah, I do remember it just happened. I don't I didn't realize he So he just resigned. He didn't Yep. Oh. Yeah. There's a there's more there's more coming though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> um later she she said she was quoted as saying that his work patterns were difficult and chaotic. See, she so didn't even cool. like working for him. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, she didn't move into the lodge right away because she said she wanted to be elected in her own right. Um, but I think that's maybe because the lodge is a bit shit. <laughs> is the lodge a bit shit? I don't know. I wouldn't think it was. I think it'd be amazing. I'd love to live at the lodge. Anyway, didn't move into the lodge, stayed in her flat in Altona. So good for her. Um, just on that, so she had the seat of Altona. That's her seat. Oh, yeah, right. And people people are really proud of, like, that live in that seat, are really proud that of her also because she lived in Altona. A lot of um, MPs will sit in seats but they live in, like, Albert Park or somewhere fancy and then their seat yeah, is, like, right. out in the boonies. But she lived in Altona. Oh, which is yeah. why she's a fan of the dogs, right? Yeah, exactly, oh, West. Okay. Yeah. Good on you, Jules. Okay, so 23 days after becoming Prime Minister, she announced the next federal election, which would be in August of that year. So she didn't get much time to be real Prime Minister. It was pretty much straight into election mode. And then uh, that's when we got that hung parliament situation. So hung parliament is, I'm trying to, I'm trying to explain it intelligently and it's going to sound like I'm deliberately explaining it simply, but it's because this is purely my understanding, is that <laughs> to win an election, you have to win a majority number of seats. And in this election, they basically couldn't, they need, it was a tie. Yep. And so there were a few seats that were independent and both the parties had to go out after the election and spend a few days wooing those independent seats and then whoever won the most independent seats would win the election. Yes. Is that right? Yes, that's that's my understanding. Correct. Okay, great, 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 great. So Julia Gullia gets it done, wins the election, but it was a hung parliament. And so it's. I always found it a little sad that the first female prime minister wasn't ever actually really voted in by the people because the first time it was a leadership spill, the second time it was a hung parliament, you know, mm. it's got to feel a little bit like a hollow victory, I reckon. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Okay, so now we're in 2012 and there's all these rumblings. So what's K-Rudd these days? He's um uh, Department of Foreign Affairs, right? At this that point? Was, at this point, yeah. Okay. So K-Rudd's, he's in her cabinet but he hates her obviously and yada yada so then there's all these rumblings that he might challenge her and in 2012 he did challenge her and said I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna get more votes from you and she was like righto go and try it if you get more votes than me I'll step down and I'll leave politics entirely like we're we're done with this and so they went out and collected their votes and she won which must have felt really good yes but then. <laughs> <laughs> but then. Uh, less than a year later in 2013, he challenges her again. <sighs> again, she says, fine, Kevin, if you really want to do this, um, I'll leave if I lose. And this time she lost. Um, it was 57 votes to 45. And um, that was the end of her political career. 
I mean, that's just his ego. Like he just could not give up that she was a better leader than him. On a happier note, we get to talk a little bit about Timmy. I was going to say, what about Timmy? Yeah, what about, God, I love Timmy. So um, Tim Matheson is Julia Gullier's life partner. They met in 2004 and they've been in a de facto relationship since 2006. Um, A few bullet points on Timmy. He has his own Wikipedia page. Good for him. (laughs) He's from Shepparton. Great Mm -hmm. for him. Mm -hmm. He... uh, is a hairdresser, and so he worked in Shepparton for a little while. Then he went to the Gold Coast. Then he went to California and used to export Levi jeans from California to Australia. Then he went back to Shepparton. Then he moved to a salon in Melbourne where he met Julia Gullia and they fell in love. And uh, then he basically became a house husband when she became prime minister and just gets to live his best life. And I must say, Julia Gullia... Be up at Sparrowfart, doing a press conference. Her hair always looked just <laughs> immaculate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're really, they're really, really good. Yeah, and a few other final points. Um, there was an Australian story on Julia Gulia a few years back where they interviewed her mother, and her mum said that she never that Julia never, ever wanted children, and Julia herself was quoted as saying, I'm not sure I could have had children. There's something in me that's focused and single-minded, and if I was going to do that, I'm not sure I could have done this. So she's pretty – she's always done her own thing and hasn't felt that pressure, which I think is tight. Yeah, that's good. Good on you, Julia. And um, what is she up to these days? She's uh, like chairs (laughs) of lots of things, right? Yeah, she's chairs of lots of things. she for a little while I was working on a project about um girls education around the world and all the reasons girls can't go to school and there's a whole bunch of reasons and she was like one of the big ambassadors for that which I thought was pretty cool yeah so I think she does lots of stuff like that she wrote a book a little while ago but we'll never ever know like what everyone wants to know is what exactly went down with Kevin and who threw what at who and who called who a fuckhead. And I think everybody was hoping that the book would kind of reveal some of the juicy deets, but I think uh, we're never going to know until one of them dies. Yeah, good on you, Julia. Yeah, she's really good. I feel like I didn't appreciate her enough when she was in power. Yeah. Well, I think also we just thought she would be around a bit longer than she was and then that leadership spill thing. But actually the Labor Party have changed their rules now so that can't happen as frequent. Oh. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's good. I think it's good too. Good. Well, that's Julia Gullia. Oh, thanks, mate. That was was great. Oh, you got it. What do we want to tell people to do? Rate, review, subscribe. Go to our website, lkmrossi.com. You can buy sweatpants there with our logo on them. Um, We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter, but we don't use it. We're on Instagram a lot, like probably the most. And, oh, 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 and we're going to be on a new variety show called In Newcastle Tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we'll tell you more about that when it breaks. I don't know when it um, launches. No, me either. It just is coming soon. But go to the YouTube and type in in Newcastle tonight and subscribe. Ripper. Um, Goodbye. Yeah. Thanks for listening. See you all of a sudden. Bye.
Hey, mate. Hey, LK. Do you ever get so busy you forget where your pants are? Yeah, sometimes. Well, I have a solution for you. Please tell me. At lkandrossi.com, we have a fully stocked merch store that includes soft pants. Yeah, and we also have a blog and links to our Facebook, Instagram, iTunes and Spotify. Yeah, we're so good. We bloody are. See how good we are by visiting lkandrossi.com today.